Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? <laughs> Something What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And today we've got another very interesting topic for you. It's kind of going along the lines of last week. If you didn't hear last week, uh, definitely check that one out because I think that was a really good episode. Uh, But we're following up here on, we had mentioned during that episode, train derailments that have been happening around the u.s now interestingly enough since last week i have not seen a single news cast or article or anything about the ufos or the unidentified objects that were shot down last week kind of funny how that happens right (laughs) it's like a week of chaos and then nothing at all and you have to wonder if like what it what what is the reason behind that? You know, is it because, oh, we know what it is and boom, it's not important anymore, or they're just trying to keep quiet and hope it goes away right. while these other events, you know, kind of take over. Right. Well now you had somebody that had seen the the um derailment in Ohio from her house because she Mm. lives close to the border right right um so that was in east palestine so to give you guys just a little bit of background um it was a 150 car freight liner carrying toxic chemicals that derailed in east palestine uh it was uh, not sure when last week but it was it was sometime january 19th there we go uh Oh, I'm sorry. Th- that's talking about another one. Um, so it was last week sometime. Um, I'm just looking at an article to kind of go over some of the stuff, but there's been several others. This one was, I believe, the first that uh, was reported that was a-, a major catastrophe because they had to not only um, vacate homes and businesses, but do a cleanup. And uh, there was... I, I didn't find anything. Did you find anything on what chemicals were on that train? I didn't find anything on the chemicals themselves. Uh, is mainly just you know all that all everything is saying is hazardous material or toxic chemicals, and that's it. So not too much information on exactly what the chemicals were that are being released in this case yeah i it was i know it was a vinyl something i can't remember the exact compound but it's a very caustic 
uh, chemical and to, to have it released not only into the air, but into the water streams as well uh, is going to cause some major issues down the road. And from my understanding, there was uh, smoke plumes that could be seen for miles and miles. Now, <clears throat> there were a couple of other instances um one in detroit philadelphia california alabama alaska louisiana and texas um from january 21st to february 12th so it's not a a kind of a recent thing that this has happened but one of the the more messier ones were in the in the last week, there was three of them last week, uh, which I believe actually the two others, Louisiana and Texas, happened shortly after that. Mm-hmm. Um, is there is there anything else I'm missing on the actual derailments that you're finding? Uh, I mean, the the biggest thing I think is where fact and fiction are kind of overlapping each other because obviously there's a lot of conspiracy that goes into all of these derailments, but especially the one that happened in Ohio and East Palestine, primarily because, and this is the reason not long ago, I believe it was this summer uh, or sorry, this earlier this winter, uh, there was a movie released on Netflix that was filmed here in Cleveland called white noise. Um, That movie just so happens to be about, a train derailment in Ohio that releases toxic gases that causes everybody to have to evacuate. Weird. Like mm. how coincidental. Um, on top of that, you know, people were, have been claiming that this derailment was done on purpose, either in the league with the movie itself. You know, a lot of, there's a lot of conspiracies, obviously that we've talked about that are linked to Hollywood uh, and, uh, the Illuminati and things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of conspiracy there, believing that these derailments, and especially this one, was done on purpose by government officials for one reason or another to create this toxic leak and maybe possibly wean off the population a little bit uh, for whatever reason or to do some sort of scientific study to see how these toxic chemicals would affect uh, civilians if they were used in chemical warfare. Uh, now, with that said... It has been stated that the reason for the derailment is was due to an overheated wheel bearing, uh, which basically, you know, when something like that overheats, one of two things happen. It either gets so hot that it starts to kind of melt and bend and then just creates this friction that explodes and there goes the wheel, uh, or it just simply cracks and does the same thing. And now, of course, this is information that we're getting from officials, and obviously there's a lot of you know, we all know conspiracy theories. If you're listening to our show, you know mm-hmm. those conspiracy theorists out there who are going to say, well, that's just another ploy by the officials to try to, you know, guide us off track. Uh, but, you know, again, that poor, poor choice of words for what we're talking about right now. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, uh, well, I didn't think that went through. Anyway, <laughs> regardless, um, yeah, so you know, there, there's obviously this belief that, regardless of what the officials say happened and how this, you know, chemical explosion 
basically happened. Uh, there are still people who believe that it was all done on purpose. Now, the other belief, though, is that, and this is more of a misconception, I guess, is that the train, when it crashed, it kind of exploded and just released all these toxic chemicals all at once. Mm. Uh, and so there was no control. But again, going back to the officials, based in the many articles that I have read on this, uh, they had stated that they were actually purposefully, now there's a word there that should be used with caution when mm-hmm. it comes to conspiracies, um, but that they were purposely releasing the chemicals uh, at a slow rate in order to prevent the train itself or the compartments holding this toxic chemical uh, to prevent them from exploding. So they had no choice but to release because if it exploded... Well, that would result in obviously pretty big catastrophe beyond what had already happened with the train derailment. Um, now, of course, there's a lot of fear, as you said, whether or not this chemical is going to seep in to the rivers and the land and up into the atmosphere. And as of right now, there's really no telling what the chemical can really do in the long term. Uh, now, we do know that there have been cities around east palestine including east palestine that were evacuated uh my friend who is i don't know probably no more than 20 miles from it probably closer than that based on her photos uh she was not evacuated so i don't you know obviously the the, the majority of the evacuation happened within the ohio side of the border mm. pennsylvania i think there were a few but not too many Something that I, there was a video that I saw and it didn't say it was from this specific derailment, um, but similar derailments that they had said everything was cleaned up. You're all good, you know, return back to your homes and whatever. And people were going to creek beds and other water systems. And as they, stirred up the rocks and whatever the sediment in the, the bed, there was clearly chemical residue that settled into the bed that would still have been contaminating these water supplies. Uh, there was also a woman who was showing that her boyfriend had made tea and there were like, Remnants of, I don't even know what, black flecks of some kind in or on the the plastic um, container it was in, and it you could clearly tell that it wasn't tea leaves. It was obviously something from the water. Mm-hmm. So there is that that fear, and I'm pro- probably eventuality that that is seriously something that is happening or going to happen. Oh, for sure. And, you know, I think there's no question that these chemicals are indeed seeping. And in fact, it's uh, it has been recorded by officials that they did find some of these chemicals within the river systems already as they were testing. And one of those was uh, I think it's called butyl uh, butyl acrylate or butyl acrylate. Uh, I actually have a list of the four chemicals that were found um, or five chemicals that were found during this derailment so i'd be happy to go through these real quick yep. um the first one which is one that you had talked about earlier was uh, the vinyl chloride is chloride, what the name yeah. of that was uh this is probably the most i mean 
I guess we'll call it famous of the chemicals that have been announced since the derailment. Cause this is the one I think has been all over the headlines and stuff. Uh, now vinyl chloride, uh, which is known as, uh, or which is a known carcinogen, uh, vinyl chloride is a colorless and flammable gas that is used to produce polyvinyl chloride, or in this case, PVC plastic uh, for packaging materials and a range of electronic medical and construction products. The symptoms of exposure include drowsiness, disorientation, numbness, and tingling of the extremities and nausea, according to the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. And, of course, the chemical can also irritate the eyes and skin. Now, we have known for years that plastics and PVC can be harmful, especially when it comes to human consumption. You don't want to you know, cook foods within plastic containers and things like that. Uh, because of the chemicals that these containers tend to release. Uh, the next one is butyl creolate, which is the one that I was talking about uh, that they found in the river systems. And this one is also a colorless liquid with a strong fruity odor that is often used to produce various plastics, polymers, coatings, and resins. A s- exposure to the uh, chemical can cause irritation to the eyes and skin, rashes and breathing difficulties according to the cdc so obviously they're relatively harmful Mm. Uh, the next one is isobutylene or isobutylene butylene i think uh, or butylene isobutylene i wish they had like the pronunciations next to them (laughs) like you do when you google these words Uh, This one also is a colorless gas that is used to produce plastics, again, uh, packaging materials and resins. And exposure to this can cause symptoms such as dizziness and headache. uh, But a cargo manifest provided to the Environmental Protection Agency indicates that Norfolk Southern, uh, the company that operated the train, saw no signs of breach with the car carrying this particular chemical. Uh, so this one's supposedly safe and sound in this little container. Uh, the last two also found in this Ohio derailment was ethylene glycol and ethylexyl acrylate. Yeah, give me a moment <laughs> to process, folks. Jeez. Uh, so the, uh, the ethylexyl Acrylate or acrylate uh, is a colorless liquid. Again, they're all color colorless uh, that is commonly used to produce plastics and polymers. Again, and the ethanol or uh, ethylene glycol or glycol is a synthetic compound used in inks, paint, hydraulic brake fluids, and antifreeze. Both of these uh, can cause irritation to the skin and eyes, as well as sore throats and nausea with exposure to high at high concentrations. Um, so there you have it. Those are the five chemicals that were found, uh, one or two of which were found in the river systems around the area, which means those are clearly affecting, uh, wild wildlife because there's going to be plenty of animals drinking from the water. And of course the fish in the river as well. And this will all seep into the land. So imagine produce around that area. Vegetation will be affected in time to come. Uh, now, <clears throat> I feel like it's hard to say that this is going to have a huge, huge impact because let's face it, uh, when it comes to the amount of trash that this earth accumulates, 
I'm not sure it's going to have a huge impact considering, but then again, in liquid form, it's going to be much more effective uh, in terms or much more dangerous, I guess, in this case, uh, than your solid counterparts in which these chemicals are used to make. Well, and I think the big thing for this in particular is how many we've seen like consistently over the last week and a half. Mm-hmm. about two weeks now um so for for derailments to be happening this consistently i think does raise a lot of questions it is and you know the thing is i don't know if these derailments are you know are they all coincidence is it because we had one like suddenly everyone's going everyone's going to jump on all these others or do derailments happen relatively regularly and they just don't make the news because they weren't as big as this? Uh, same with the flying object thing that we talked about last week. You know, we probably would never know about these if it was a one, you know, like a one and done type of deal somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. But the fact that there were three, like, cool, you know, we're going to blow this up uh, and make uh, blow it out of proportion, possibly. Uh, so I don't know. So the only conspiracy theory I could find on this, other than the one I mentioned last week about a woman on TikTok saying, you know, they had said a while back if they wanted to pollute all of the water supplies in the U.S., it would be done in these three major areas. She didn't mention what the three major areas were other than it was – where the original three derailments had happened. I believe it was Ohio, California, and Detroit. Um, The only other conspiracy theory I could find, and maybe you found something else, is that the UFO or UAP unidentified objects that were shot down were a... um, distraction for these derailments to happen mm-hmm. and uh, actually took up more news space than these derailments happen because I, I don't watch the news, but from my understanding, none of these train derailments were reported on any news casts. Did you find anything to that effect or no, but I also do not watch the news because it's depressing. (laughs) I don't care to hear about half the stuff that they share. Um, I would also say though, vice versa, maybe the train derailments were the distraction to keep us from not looking into the UAP situation. I mean, it's, I think it can go either way. I suppose Um, if, if that's the, the route we're taking, um, and they can be, you know, they could work in conjunction for all we know. You know, they're mm-hmm. one, you know, they're part of the same Plan. thing. Um, now, of course, they have since come out about the UAPs that were shot down uh, in Alaska and Canada um, and, and stated that, as far as they can tell, these three objects uh, were actually scientific experiments, most likely done by civilians. Or schools. Uh, now, of course, as far as I'm 
recall, and I haven't looked into it in a couple of days, but the last thing I saw was somebody or a news network, and this is from like a distance because I was working uh, on, on on a documentary, <clears throat> but I saw that they were giving up on trying to locate the one that fell into the ocean north of Alaska. Uh, it just got lost to the sea, supposedly, um, which is... Don't know how that happens when the sea was supposedly frozen over, but right. you know, I mean, I'm sure it changes so quick up there though. <clears throat> Based on what I've seen in like Antarctica and the North Pole and how ice patterns shift so quick, it's possible. I'll, I'll give them that. But still, you know, so I don't know exactly what the info is on there, but I do think, or I have noticed that it just died off really quick. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, last week it was just boom, 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 boom. That's all everyone was talking about. And now it's, gone just like that mm-hmm. yeah uh something that i i did find interesting is i had saw an article today talking about the the uaps and whatnot and apparently there were these situations um while trump was in office but like we talked about last week they hadn't had NORAD honed in to find these things. Right. Which begs the question, what the hell is NORAD honed in on prior to this? (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, I don't know. Was there anything else you found like conspiracy theory wise? Or not really. Or what? Or have heard. Oh, I've heard. It's not what I thought you said. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, it was primarily just that, of course, it was all government organized, you know, to to do exactly as you said, like either pollute the atmosphere or the rivers, which, by the way, if you're going to pollute like a huge water system, I'm not to put any ideas out there, but the Great Lakes would be the best option. Like, why would you? I mean, Detroit's close enough to Great Lake, but California? Of all places, it's already polluted and toxic <laughs> out there. Why would you? Even waste I mean, your time? <laughs> have you been to Lake Erie recently? Well, yes. Okay, so <laughs> the other Great Lakes <laughs> minus Lake Erie. See, Ohioans will be just fine with this whole toxic thing. We've been drinking that shit for for years. years. Yeah. Uh, we're immune, but the rest of you out there in the country, <laughs> we need to protect your little you know, sensitive bodies. <laughs> and then we wonder why we have so many serial killers and psychopaths out of Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, goodness. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, folks. You've been listening to Paratruth Radio. We've got a brand new commercial for Eric's Finicky Fox Productions. So check that out. And we'll be right back with Paratruth Radio. Did you know that as a small business owner, placing a video on a landing page can increase conversion rate by 80% and increase online sales by up to 60%? Most production companies will charge more than $2,000 for a 30-second video. And let's face it, as a small business owner, that's a lot of money. My name is Eric Skerbeck, and you know me as one of the voices behind Truth Radio. However, I'm also the owner of Finicky Fox Productions, a video production company that delivers high-quality video content on a budget. 
I offer both full production and specialized services at a third of the cost of most without hindering the quality that will set you apart from your competitors. Whether you need help from initial idea to final render or individual services like writing, filming, editing, or sound design, Finicky Fox Productions has you covered. So check us out at finickyfoxproductions.com and let's tell your story. Welcome back, everybody, to Parachute Radio. I hope you all had a nice little break there, grabbed a drink, a snack, or just, you know, surf the web like I'm sure you've been doing this whole episode anyway. Uh, me too. As always, my name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And we've been talking about the most recent news and conspiracy theories on the three train derailments, but specifically the one that happened in southeastern Ohio. Uh, now, <clears throat> yeah, man, I mean, chemicals, obviously chemicals are, have been a big issue for really since really forever in our, mm-hmm. in our history, but they primarily became a big deal during the Iraq war, uh, after nine 11, because chemical warfare started becoming a problem. Uh, and now that's a big fear that chemical warfare is going to be utilized in future wars battles whatever uh so here we are with this chemical release due to at least one derailment and i don't know everything about the other two uh but it is kind of scary you know i know people who are who are nervous about it who are worried in fact the camera crew that i was working with this past week they i had to you know so i was working uh i was working with uh, one of the big stars from Game of Thrones, and he w- asked me if I could drive him because you know they don't have cars out here. They flew in from Toronto. Uh, he asked me if I could drive him all the way out to Akron, which is like you know forty minute drive from where we were staying or where we were at, uh, so that he could play ping pong. <laughs> Weirdest request I've ever gotten from anybody, uh, <laughs> I think. But you know. One of the, the the producer on the project was nervous because his wife didn't want him going out there due to the derailment. They're worried about the chemicals, um, you know, things like that. Or was it? Sorry, maybe it wasn't the producer. It was the the DP probably uh, who 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 had kept asking me over and over, like, "Is it okay? Are we safe? Is it you know?" And I'm like, "Guys, you still got when we get there. You still got about an hour before we even get to the site of where the derailment happened." Um, but you know, it's like people are scared, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and really an hour, hour and a half, isn't that far away from it. And I mean, it can certainly have an effect, uh, on places that are hours in either direction, depending on how the wind blows. Uh, but yeah, you know, and, and it's not just them, you know, there are other people who I know that I've, I've been told stories that are like afraid they're they're They live near the area. They, they're concerned, obviously, about their water, about their pets, their family, their kids. Uh, and it is something to truly be fearful of. Uh, now, of course, <clears throat> obviously, in the whole breakdown that I gave you guys in terms of the chemicals that were identified in that particular crash, none of them really show what the long-term effects are for any of this. It only shows the short-term. Uh, so that is something that I think they need to be a little more open about. But I'm highly confident that the officials will keep it as quiet as possible unless of course you get online and do your own research um 
But I think talking about the long-term effects would only raise the the fear factor a little more for some right. people. Right. Well, and just so people are out there, because a- after all this, these things that were happening, uh, people wanted to talk about fear monger mongering. We even talked about fear mongering last week. Um, we're, we're not doing these particular topics to fear monger people into thinking that they're in danger, that they, things need to change, whatever we're bringing it to you because we have, as much information as we're going to get and we want to make sure we're sharing everything with our listeners because obviously not all the truth is being put out there, which is part of the title of the show. So um, we're bringing as much truth as we can find to you guys. So you can at least be aware of the situation. Right. Um, some, I mean, if, if they don't release stuff on the maybe catastrophic effects that this could have on people's lives. They're going to have kind of like an Aaron Brockovich situation going on where there's going to be lawyers that are not going to back down and end up suing. uh, What's the name of the company? Um, Something Southern. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on. I had it. I don't know where I had it. <laughs> Norfolk Southern. Norfolk Southern. Yeah. Um, so, so they're going to have that kind of situation going on if they don't start releasing stuff. But just so people can kind of look up some of the side effects of these different chemicals, go ahead and give the list again. Yeah. So the list is, and have your pens ready, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe spell these out so they can actually... <laughs> I am, I'm not going to sell these out. Just do the best you can. <laughs> uh, so vinyl chloride is the first one. That one's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You can write that one. Uh, butyl acrylate. That's B-U-T-Y-L. I guess I will spell it out. Uh, <laughs> A-C-R-Y-L-A-T-E. Uh, the next one is isobutylene. That's I-S-O-B-U-T-Y-L-E-N-E. Uh, and then the last two are ethylene glycol, uh, glycol, glycol. It is glycol. Yeah. Uh, so glycol, uh, E T H Y L E N E G L Y C O L. I feel like I'm giving like a speech, uh, like <laughs> presentation. This is how you, this is how you pronounce and spell these words. I'm in a spelling bee. That's what it feels like. I'm in a spelling bee. Uh, the last one is ethylexyl acrylate, and that is E-T-H-Y-L-H-E-X-Y-L-A-C-R-Y-L-A-T-E. And if you wanted to use it in a sentence, you could say ethylexyl acrylate was one of the chemicals on the train that derailed in Ohio. <laughs> ethylexyl acrylate. <laughs> Now you need to find out if you're pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> yeah, not at all. I'm sure it's not. Ooh, I need to turn my heater down. It is hot in my studio. <laughs> um, so what are what are kind of your thoughts on this? Like, is it something that's covering up something else, or is it just freak accidents for 
multiple I, and i don't even know like for the other derailments if it was even norfolk southern or other companies because i didn't find anything that said anything on it yeah so. I, I mean i have a doubt it was norfolk i mean if there was norfolk then there's a there's the conspiracy and yeah i would say there's some weight to it but um <clears throat> i mean honestly from my standpoint i don't think there's anyone behind this i don't think it's some sort of like crazy government thing happening here uh, i think one train happened to get derailed and it was coincidental that it happened in ohio uh not long after the movie white noise came out um and then these other two just so happened to be picked up because of the amount of um news that was coming from the one in ohio and again you know this is you got to remember the thing about news networks and anyone who works in uh like journalism and whether it's news or otherwise when you see something take off like in this case the ohio derailment they're going to pick up anything else that's going to relate so that they can kind of generate views uh on their websites or you know whatever um even in ads, which are going to, you know, pull in money every time you watch one of those ads. So, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of what we're seeing just with those three that happened recently, a big part of that just is all, um, it's all media. Like it's just, you know, it's all about uh, the job, getting the views. I was going to tell you this. Um, <laughs> we we were in my, my car over the weekend and randomly they were talking about the unidentified objects being shot out of the sky on the radio. And I looked at Shelly and I looked at the radio. I'm like, you guys are a little late. Like this happened over a week ago. (laughs) I know. I, I listened to NPR like religiously that whole week and I didn't hear anything on it. So I don't know if I just missed something or I was really hoping NPR would do a cover, a cover story, but, but to, to go back to the whole thing, at least on radio, I have not heard a word about any train derailments at all. Um, Go ahead. No, I was going to say just because, you know, it's, one you know news network releases the inform releases the initial information and then a couple other news networks happen to release it and it all gets picked up by the bigger networks and then next thing you know it's social media and social media is what really pushes all this news because where are you and i finding out all this information on social media Mm -hmm. just like everybody else unless you're one of the few you know uh people who are probably over 55 uh, who happen to watch the news regularly, you know, we're, we're not going to see it there. So I think a, a, a big thing here is just the social media and how that's generated. You know, you get enough people posting it and the algorithm picks it up. That's what we're going to continue seeing. And of course, people are feeding off of that because, uh, you know, people like our viewers want to know more. And so when you've got things like Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and you have reels, people are going to, uh, people who maybe don't know a darn thing about any of this stuff uh they're going to pick up on it and try to make videos in order to uh get views and build their followers you know uh and that according to the algorithm is going to push all that information and then of course as we know with conspiracy or like telephone the more information that's put out there the less it's accurate and i think that's kind of what happened here uh 
maybe the same thing with those UAPs too. But right. I'm still suspicious about the UAPs because there's just not no one's really come forward with enough information on that. Right. Well, uh, I'm I'm a firm believer that anything is possible. You you know me. I kind of ride the fence on a lot of things. Um, I'm not gonna. I don't say that per, it is possibly per se a distraction. Is it possible? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past our government to try and keep our attention from something else. Um, but the, the UAP incidences, the derailments, um, the earthquakes in the Middle East, the sinkholes in Turkey, the light shows in both New York and Hawaii. There's no way that, they can explain all of these things away and there's no way it's just all coincidence, all of it, not necessarily one specific thing or over the other, but there's a lot of weird crap happening last week. And now this week it's like business as usual. And it's just so weird. All right. Well, Hey, you know, it says in the Holy Bible that the earth's going to go through growing pains. You're going to hear rumors of wars and of, you know, earthquakes and this and that. And it's just all, you know, Things to come before the end, if you will. Um, and basically, I think in that case, it's just take a lot of it on, as a, you know, with a grain of salt. Uh, these things happen. They've been happening well before you and I uh, even existed, and they'll continue happening when we're gone. Uh, but how long that goes and how much worse each one gets, one can only say. Uh, now, we talked last week about like the whole core thing, you know, the core of the mm-hmm. earth shifting and all that, and whether or not that had any impact on some of these things with the light shows or uh you know the sinkholes and all that who knows i think it's way too hard for science to even try to to answer those questions Uh, so i think in the coming weeks or months uh, when it comes to that kind of stuff we're going to start seeing a lot of theories but no solid evidence uh that'll say one way or the other right well and I'd be really interested if we get any more information on these objects. Oh, they're gone at all. <laughs> they're gone. They came, they went right on to the next. Like we said last week, and it, it's still playing on my mind is the wording that they used for these things. Objects and entity were the two words that came out of these people's mouths right out the gate. And then they want to backtrack just like, in the the Roswell incident, well, it's probably just a weather balloon, or it's it's commercial balloons. Yeah. Now it's scientific experiments done by civilians, um, and it, the the disinformation is is the biggest thing where conspiracy theories come out of. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know what I think is most interesting to me is if these. They obviously were worried about something with these UAPs. They had they had to think there was something much more to them because you wouldn't waste million dollar missiles to shoot right. school projects out of the sky. Um, and I don't know. It's just it, it all happened so quick. You know, I, I don't think there was much thought behind it. They could have studied it a little longer. They could have rerouted. Uh, air traffic to get a better, you know, to take a mm-hmm. moment to get to understand what these things were. But, you know, it just, I don't know. It's weird for sure. Hmm. 
All right, folks, we'll keep trying to give you information as we see it and hear it. Um, make sure you're checking out paratruth.com and killerpodcast.com. Any other uh, house cleaning we have to do before we go for today? Uh, I don't think so. All right. All right, folks, until next week where you'll find us same time, same channel. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. Peace. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.